So here's a quote. If I were a Democrat in Michigan, I would be breaking the emergency fire alarms in the White House and demanding to know what the plan is for Michigan, because these numbers are very bad for any incumbent of any party. That's from Richard Juba, who leads Glenn Gariff Group, that did the poll for the Detroit News and WDIV Local 4 that was released yesterday, showing that Joe Biden in the head-to-head matchup against former President Donald Trump trails by eight percentage points. But more shocking, and this is historically low support, when asked whether he has done his job well enough to deserve re-election, only 17% of Michigan voters, fewer than one in five, saying that he deserved re-election. 77% say they want a different national leader. Uh, When you ask the same question about Donald Trump, He's got double the support, 33%, but still 62%, nearly two-thirds say they would prefer someone else. What does this mean for the race ahead in Michigan? Jason Rowe is principal of Rowe Strategic, former executive director of the Michigan Republican Party, and he joins us live this morning. Jason, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. If you were, uh, you know, it's, you're, you're an insider, but if you were calling the shots of the Michigan Republican Party, uh, would you be throwing a victory celebration already over these numbers? I'm surprised that Christina Caramo isn't already taking credit for it. Uh, listen, I, you know, I think this, this, you know, has a lot less to do with um, where Donald Trump is than, than where Joe Biden is. Uh, you know, this poll confirms what uh, three other polls showed over the last month that that had uh, Trump leading uh, by five points in the state of Michigan. And I think, you know, Richard's comments that uh, there is no path to victory uh, to winning the presidency without winning Michigan. And I think uh, to to Richard's point as well, I would uh, I'd be pulling the emergency uh, fire alarm at this point because Democrats are in a world of hurt and it's hard to see how they can correct that without something very significant uh, changing. I think, you know, one of the things that's adding to it is every morning when you turn on the news and, you know, at one point this was limited to conservative news, but now turn on the Today Show this morning and you will see thousands of people flowing over our border. And this administration has done absolutely nothing to curtail that flow. There's 8 million people that have entered the country illegally in the three years that Biden has been president. And they seem to not be capable of doing anything to stem the flow. And, and I think that's what's uh, making things worse. I mean, they were already pretty bad. Approval ratings for the president have been, you know, 37, 39 percent in various polls. Um, you know, that, that was largely driven by inflation, by gas prices, by grocery prices. But this uh, situation on our southern border just is inexplicable. And there's one thing that the president should be counted on to do is to protect our borders. Uh, yeah, but, that was the second biggest issue in this survey was the border. The economy was number one. I'm sorry, Lloyd. That's okay. Jason, uh, it, it appears that the Michigan voters uh, like the job that the governor is doing right now. And if you put the governor up against uh, Trump, if she was running for president on the Democratic side, uh, she, she beats Trump uh, by about five percentage points. Well, and, you know, and there's a little bit of, um, you know, favorite favorite daughter status there, too. You know, she is our governor and voters do know her. Uh, you know, when, when they tested Gavin Newsom, he still loses, though he loses by less. So I think that is very much a reflection that, you know, she's our governor and we know her. Um, and, you know, regardless if she deserves credit for it or not, um, you know, on her watch, 
Uh, Democrats took a state that in 2018 was solidly red from top to bottom, and within four years flipped it to a solidly blue state. And so uh, I don't think she deserves credit. I think Republicans deserve credit for giving her uh, that the opportunity uh, that she took advantage of. But, you know, she is a female in a Midwestern state that, uh, you know, just jammed through uh, a, a very progressive agenda, but one that I think matches up with where the Democratic base is and where, you know, a pretty good amount of independent voters are. And so, you know, she has something to point to. And But I think more than anything, you know, we know her. And so I think it makes it a lot easier to look at her as a uh, uh, standard bearer than mm-hmm. than uh, Joe Biden or even you know someone like Gavin Newsom. Uh, Jason, let's talk about the Michigan GOP and sort of what what's been going on. There's infighting, what have you. Pete Hoekstra we has come have out. To. Well, yes, because you have <laughs> the background to give us some insight. Here. Uh, Pete Hoekstra, what do you think of that idea? He said, "I could bring it back." I I think uh, of the options on the table, I think he actually would be a, a very good option. Um, you know, like you say, um, you know, he's well known. Uh, he's former ambassador. He, you know, longtime member of Congress. Um, he, you know, was chairman of the Intelligence Committee. So uh, I think he brings a lot of assets to the table. And I think for the donors that have been pushed away from the party by the current leadership, I think there would be uh, a real sense that the adults are in charge. And I think he could. Uh, really arrest the decline of the party uh, relatively quickly and get us back on on solid footing. Uh, We've only got a minute left, uh, Jason, but yesterday it it broke the news in the Detroit uh, news that uh, Mike uh, Rogers, who's running for U.S. Senate, he had previously said that he would support the party's nominee, whoever it was. Uh, Now it appears he's ready to endorse former President Trump. Um, His lack of an endorsement, I think, was appealing to some voters uh that he was keeping his options open on that is this a mistake or is it such a foregone conclusion now that he absolutely had to do it i I think it's a foregone conclusion Uh, you know he had already said that he's going to support the nominee i think for all intents and purposes uh you know it's hard for me to see uh you know any path by which donald trump doesn't secure the nomination and i think you know going back to uh the shuba poll um you know, 58% of voters uh, don't care if he even is convicted. It wouldn't affect uh, their sentiment. And I don't remember the number, but it was a relatively small number who, you know, said it would be disqualifying. But, you know, I think those people are pretty hardcore Democrats that wouldn't vote for him under any circumstance. I think for for Mike Rogers, um, you know, I do think he's the strongest candidate in the field. And, you know, does if he wants to consolidate the party, and put himself in a position to win in November, um, you know, I don't think there was many options for him other than to embrace President Trump. Well, the first test of that strength is just five days away in the Iowa caucuses. Jason, we'll uh, touch base with you then. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Stay warm.